swung up. Marsh to left field deep. Van going back. Looking up. He will watch it fly. And a miraculous comeback by the A's. And the ninth is capped by Matt Chapman's three-run home run. And the A's have won the game. And the final is 5-4. to four. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. And the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. This has been a great day on and off the field for this organization. First, it's always about the games. It's always about the players. And Sean Mania with a complete game shutout. We've now seen two. I mean, it's hard to believe, but we've seen two. And the A's got the 6 nothing victory. Stephen Piscotti with the Lou Gehrig Award. And then, of course, we're now over 3 million downloads on A's cast. Ken Korak, it's been one hell of a day for the Oakland Athletics. Yeah, it was really a good day, Chris. And congratulations to you and also Commander Cody and everybody involved. I know there's so many people who work behind the scenes to help you guys out as well. So... Uh, it really was a good day, and poignant, obviously, with the Lou Gehrig day, and uh, heartbreaking to hear so many of the stories, uh, people suffering with ALS, and the bottom line today is hopefully we can find a cure and raise awareness, and uh, that's what today is all about, Chris. Yeah, and, you know, bravo to the Biscottis, you know, because it is so tough, you know, when you lose your mother. I lost my mother to breast cancer, and to stand up and talk about it publicly and his father to talk about it publicly, um, they're in for the fight. And to defeat diseases, you need people like this to stand up, bring awareness, raise money, and do everything they can, and utilize their platform. It's a big mm-hmm. deal. And there can be a little catharsis, too, when you talk about things that are that emotional. And sometimes it's it's important to get those things out, too, Chris. So, uh, And they're using it in... You know, we've all gotten to know Mike Piscotti really well. He's become a friend, and there's a pleasant connection there for me, of course. But, um, you know, they're doing a great job, and it just means so much. Uh, we don't know. Maybe, I, you know, I had the, the sense that when Steven left the game, something happened to him physically because I don't think they would take him out in that spot, Chris. So maybe Bob Melvin will reveal. Uh, maybe it was nothing, but, uh, you know, when Bo Mel meets the press, perhaps he'll – He'll shed some light on why Stephen left the game, but uh, it really was. It was a, a great day, and it, I was thinking about you today, too, with the A's offense, because this is the A's have been doing things over this series that I know you appreciate, because the A's had 33 hits in the three games, and only three of those were home runs. Yeah. And, you know, they did it 33 hits and 23 runs, they went two out of three, three home runs. They did a lot of little things really well, putting the ball in play, Chris, moving runners up, uh, balance in the lineup, getting production from the bottom of the order. Matt Olson is hot. And then you look at the pitching and uh, with Manaya with the CG tonight. And, uh, you know, things can change in a hurry in baseball. And these last two games, I think, were critical for the A's, Chris, because they had been scuffling, and now you finish 16 in a row. You have a day off tomorrow, 8-8 eight and eight during the stretch of 16 straight, and 33-25 and 25 on the year. That's still pretty good. I got to tell you, that at-bat by Elvis in the third inning, was it 13 pitches? Yeah. And ends up getting the double. 
I mean, that, you know, that's the kind of baseball I like. I like the grind. I like the fight. And Elvis is showing us he still has game. So with a leadoff walk to Matt Chapman and a double by Elvis and a 13-pitch at bat, Mark Canna would then do this. Infield playing back. No shift on for Mark. Out of the stretch. Flex into the plate at a curve. And that's drilled back up the middle. That's a base hit. Chapman is home. Here comes Elvis. The throw of the plate is not in time. He'll cross safely as well. 2-0 Oakland. Canna drives in a pair here in the third inning. You know, Ken, I I know Elvis ran through the stop sign there, and you don't always recommend that. But you know what? It's aggressive. Make them have to make a play. Elvis did just that, and you're up 2-0. Yeah, he made a couple of defensive plays too tonight, Chris. So uh, seeing the transformation from where he was last year, you know, I figured he might be done. So he's a, a different player from what he was last year, and that's been huge for the A's. And then Matt Olson continues to hit. Here's the one-two. Breaking ball, bloop, up the middle. It's a base hit, and that will score Canna, and it's 3-0 Oakland. So on a one-two pitch, Olsen picks up his 37th RBI as he goes back through the box. And the A's cash it another on Flexen. And then the very next batter, boy, was this is where the big kids hit it. With the runner at first base, Olsen, the pitch. And that's a cutter that's slammed to center and deep. And Tramiel takes a look. He admires it. It's off the hitter's background. Three quarters of the way up. A bomb from Mitch Moreland. His fifth Oakland home run with Olsen aboard at his 5-0 athletics. Absolutely crushes a pitch from Flexen. Uh, Tramiel, I think, was the first one in the ballpark who knew exactly what was going on. That ball's gone. Yeah, that was a cursory look, and he almost hit it up into the seats above the batter's eye, and neither Vince nor I have ever seen that before. It was pretty close to getting up there, Chris. Uh, I've been up there. Last time I was, uh, you you guys were, might have been the last time you guys were there, because out in left center is where you get the lobster roll. So well, I was bleacher. You're a bleacher kind of guy. You're up there with the people <laughs> up there, Chris. I was cruising around checking that. That stadium's awesome, and that's way up. If, no, if, you, if you get up there, that's a that's a big boy home run. That's a big fly for sure. And what a game. A 6 nothing shutout. Yeah. 39 games in 41 days. It's been an absolute grind for the players. It's been a grind for us. And it's just nice that we're finally going to have a day off. And the way it ended with that double play, Chris. Yeah. And to see Manaya and his reaction, because he was on thin ice there. I don't think Bo Mel was going to allow him to throw too many more pitches. And you knew, I mean, you could just see how badly he wanted it. And even though Kemp made the error on Hanniger's ball leading off in the inning, the A's played some, some phenomenal defense tonight. I mean, several plays that were critical. And if you're going to throw a four-hit shutout, you've got to have some defense behind you. And then when they turn that, and Sean really let loose. And, you know, we haven't seen that much emotion. I mean, he can get emotional, but, um, you know, that was a, a real peak moment for him. And to see him let loose right there. Uh, Chris, and the jubilation, that was cool to see. Well, I, I, I got to tell you, I've been on this quest of why 100 pitches. I, where's the science? Who came up with this? Why do we thought? We've now found out really what Bob Melvin's, his line is. It's 115, and it was that for Bassett, and I guarantee it was that for Mania. So it's not 100. It's for, for Bob Melvin, it's about 115, and if you go over 115, he's coming to get you. 
Right. I think you're right. We had mentioned that in the ninth inning with Vince. The other thing is that you factor in what's coming up in your schedule. And so with the A's with the day off tomorrow, Chris, and the day off on Monday, you know that Manaya's going to get at least one extra day, maybe a couple. And so when you, when you see that, you look ahead, maybe you might allow a pitcher to go an extra five or six or eight pitches. And by the way, you can't understate this. The fact that you're going to Coors Field, which is just brutal, that you got a complete game shutout from your starter, you get a day off, because you're going to need your bullpen in that yard. No doubt. That's a great point, for sure. All righty. We will see you tomorrow, Ken Korak. <laughs> you're going to see me tomorrow? I thought I was a day off. No, 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 no. We're hitting the links, baby. <laughs> the Chris Townsend Open. Yes, I cannot wait. It's the wait. Chris Townsend Broadcasters Open tomorrow. And, and because we have the day off, we don't have to play super early. So an actual regular day. What are the stakes? Do you have it all figured out? I mean, I'm no. sure you've got this whole thing mapped out. I will. I'll, I'll have the. I'll have the game plan ready to rock. You got the three million downloads. Don't tell me you haven't figured out what the stakes are tomorrow. <laughs> I know you better than that. You have a safe ride home, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, buddy. The great Ken Korak. Yeah, life. I mean, the only problem is I hate to say this, but I mean, it depends how you look at it. The A's are either tied or they're actually, like in the standings, it's going to say they're tied. But they're now down by winning percentage. With Houston winning tonight, Houston's winning percentage is 564. The A's is 561. So technically, just a little bit better for the Astros. But if you look, the A's are not a game back or anything. It just says they're tied. But I want to hear from you at 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Plus, I want to thank you for everything that you've done for us and how you've helped us not only set a record, but dominate from a standpoint of streaming and podcasting in Major League Baseball. We are the best, and there's no question about it, and it's because of you. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about this game all next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. RingCentral is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's RingCentral time. For a free trial, visit RingCentral.com. RingCentral. Communicate. Collaborate. Connect. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get up to a $15 gift card after mail-in rebate when you purchase select Superstart batteries. With the power and capacity your vehicle demands, Superstart batteries are designed for lasting performance and consistent starts. Turn the key with confidence with Superstart batteries only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 6 nothing is one out, one on. Bottom of the ninth, and the pitch is a swing and a ground ball to third. Chapman goes to second. Cap goes to first. Double play to end the game. What a great way to end it. And Sean Manaya fires a complete game, four-hit shutout against the Mariners on this Wednesday night up in Seattle. What a brilliant performance by Manaya. 
The A's win the series two games to three, and for Sean, it's his third complete game, third career complete game, and third shutout as the Athletics notch win number 33 on the year, and they maintain their half-game lead over the Astros in the American League West. Our final score, the A's six, the Mariners nothing. This is A's Clubhouse. How about the rare 4-3-6 double play in the eighth? Ground ball to second. Runner on first goes to second. Mayfield throw to first. Olsen catches it and immediately guns it to second. And Elvis is there, and Mayfield has rounded the bag, and he got caught slipping. That's, I mean, that's a random 4-3-6 double play. You don't see that often. Gene and Oakland, lead us off after this complete game shutout. Hey, Tony, congratulations. All your, all your campaigning to get uh, Melvin to keep these pitchers in as long as they're pitching, whether it's 100, mi- 100 pitchers or more, uh, is paying off, man. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm with you, I. <laughs> I never thought I'd see a complete game shutout again, and I've now seen two. Yeah, I know. So this is yeah, this is old time baseball. Maybe uh, maybe it's a tip of the hat to uh, to Lou Gehrig on his day here. Uh, anyways, uh, I'm really happy that uh, you know I think he's changed his his approach. Uh, meaning, I'm talking about Melvin now. Uh, you know, I think, uh, and that to me is it what makes him, as far as I'm concerned, the best Oakland manager we've ever had. That he's, you know, he's willing to adjust. He's willing to change. You know, he's he's just not he's not so rigorous or regimented. You know, he'll he'll look at the situation, he'll study it, analyze it, and then you know, if he has to make a change, he'll do it. So, anyways, I wanted to say something about Elvis Andrus. Uh, you know, I was I was down on this guy like like a lot of people were three weeks ago. Looked like he was done. You know. That maybe his career was over, and uh, Texas, you know, was lucky to dump him on us. Uh, but this guy uh, is just—you could see—he just needed the time to uh, to readjust, for, you know, from all that time off. And now he looks—he looks like the guy that, that used to give us trouble with Texas, you know, a few years back. So, and uh, you know, what he was sub 200 three weeks ago, and now I guess he's been hitting over 300 the last three weeks. Um, and you know, along those lines, I, I think we can expect at some point, if he stays healthy, that the Chapman's going to figure it out too. I think, uh, you know, he's starting to look a little bit better there, but he's, he's still struggling on those 94 mile an hour fastballs on the outside half of the plate. But, uh, I think if you give him a little time, you know, I remember last year, uh, you know, Matt Olson, what he, he struggled. I think he hit about 200 himself, and now he's at 274, you know, 14 homers and probably on his way to the All-Star game if he keeps this up. And it also reminds me of uh, some 30 years ago, we had a guy by the name of Mark McGuire who uh, in his sixth season, he, uh, he hit the he hit 201. Um, he just completely lost it, you know. He, his timing was off. His mechanics were off. And as the uh, story goes, whether it's legend or not, as he was walking back to the dugout one one day after uh, striking out or making out anyway, uh, somebody above the dugout called to him and, and showed him his pigeon-toed stance that he'd gotten away from. And, uh, and so he, <laughs> he went back to it, and, and he, he took off from that point and, 
you know, anyways, I, I, once again, I think, I think it's just a matter of time for Matt. Got to get a little more comfortable. Got to, you know, see that ball a little bit better. And I, I think it'll be okay. Yeah, I sure hope so. I mean, I, I, it, it's shocking to see him this low, but sometimes it's just a, a few games to get it back. And next thing you know, you get hot. I, I don't, I don't know if he'll ever be a high average guy in his career. Uh, we no. know he's struck. I mean, in, in seasons that he's played uh, the full season, he has struck out a lot, 146 and 147 times. I mean, that's, you know, modern-day yeah. baseball. But, I mean, if, yeah. if he can hit 35 jacks and hit 260 and play the best defense yeah. in the league, I mean, I'll take yeah. that all day long. Yeah, I think I, I really think he's, he's capable of doing that. I mean, I think that's what kept him – you know, to, uh, from getting into the major leagues sooner because he struggled with the bat. But, but you know, he had a couple of he had a good season a couple of seasons ago. Didn't he hit like around 270 something? So, yeah, I think he's capable of 250, 260. And once again, if he's playing third base the way he is and uh, gets 30, 35, uh, 30, 35 jacks, uh, hey, that's that's fine. He'll have a hell of a career. Good stuff, Gene. Thank you. Let's go to uh, John in Vermont. John, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hi, Tony. Congratulations on your podcast award. Thank you. Placing. I uh, was at the Coliseum the day Catfish Hunter came, and he was put in an open car, and the car was driven around the edge of the Coliseum. Uh, he wanted to be as close to the fans as possible. He didn't wave, and I guess Susan Slusser or someone told us later he couldn't. He had lost so much function, he couldn't move his arms and wave to us. But he was there, and it was quite a uh, quite a day. We we all knew he was, you know, suffering from ALS, and uh, it's probably going to be the last time we'd see him. And so it, it was very moving. I can imagine. I think it was a Saturday afternoon game. Yeah, it really it really is sad, and. You know, th- thinking about, you know, and I think for a lot of us, learning more, now that we have a Lou Gehrig day, we learn more. I mean, we could always look up baseball reference and understand that this guy is one of the greatest offensive players. He was a he was a really good defensive first baseman, but, I mean, he played so long ago uh, that, that we're learning more about him as the person and the fact that he died at 37 years old. I mean, that's just yeah. – so, I mean, you go from being, uh, you know, a icon. You got to remember, being a Yankee and a baseball player during that time in the United States where there, there is no football, there is no basketball. I mean, the, 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 you know, it's not like the NBA and the NFL of today. Baseball was king. The number one sports back then were horse racing, college football, and but the biggest sport was Major League Baseball. And when you were a star for the Yankees – you were big time, and to think that it happened so fast that he passes away at 37 years old. That was sad. All right. All right. Thank you. No, thank you. I mean, I mean, hard to believe in that famous speech. But he went out with dignity. And, can, I mean... In modern-day sports, like something like that happening, I mean, I can't think of – there's been tragedy 
But thinking of a, a player dying from a disease, it's not something that uh, you see too often in professional sports. But to be a New York Yankee during those times, really through a lot of the period of baseball, the Yankees have won so much. But I'm glad we're honoring Lou Gehrig because Lou Gehrig is truly one of the greatest players. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna pick the best first baseman of all time, and there's been a lot of great first basemen. I mean, I don't think you're gonna find someone better than this guy. I, he would probably have to be voted. And I know people ah, that's he played a long time ago. A six-time World Series champion, a two-time American League MVP. He won the Triple Crown, a batting title, three-time American League home run leader, five-time American League RBI leader, a seven-time All-Star, Baseball Hall of Fame, you name it. He hit 340. 340. With 2,721 hits, he would have got to 3,000 hits. He would have got to well over 500 home runs. And think about this. He had 1,995 RBIs. I mean, if if ALS doesn't take him, he would have been well over 2,000 RBIs, which is just incredible. It's incredible. We got guys struggling to hit 250. He's hitting 340 for a career with a 114.1 war. I'm telling you, you go look at the top wars of all time, and you're going to find guys. The top guys all hit for at. They hit for power. They got on base, but they all hit for average too. War is a mathematical equation. The more you do, it's math. The more it adds up. That's why when you just say, oh, the guy walks a lot, that's great, getting on base. But how about a guy who walks a lot and hits? And drives and runs. And hits for power. And gets extra base hits. And hits the ball over the wall. That's where you get the stats of the legendary players. That's how you get Mike Trout. (laughs) You do it all, it all adds up into this equation war and you have an incredible war. It's not rocket science. All right, the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. A's with a shutout victory over the Seattle Mariners. What a night for Sean Manaya. Eight strikeouts. He's now 4-2 and two on the year. We talk about it next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply requires Xfinity TV service with X1. Remember your kid's first bike ride? You were filled with pride and terror. Now she's 16 on her first solo drive, but this time in a Honda Civic, packed with Honda Sensing safety features and Apple CarPlay so she can check in. Just like we agreed, right, young lady? Right now, 
get a great deal on a new Civic at your Northern California Honda dealer or NorCalHondaDealers.com. Honda is family. Ask anyone who owns a Honda. Everyone loves shopping online. Well, I'm going to tell you what I tell my golf buddies when they buy clubs. Stop searching for coupon codes. Download Capital One Shopping to your computer. Capital One Shopping instantly searches for available coupon codes and automatically applies them at checkout. Plus, it's free, and you don't even need a Capital One card to use it. That's like hitting a hole in one without even trying. Capital One Shopping. It's kind of genius. What's in your wallet? Savings and available coupons vary. During these difficult times, PG&E wants you to know about our care program, which can help customers facing economic hardship reduce energy bills. To find out about CARE and other programs to lower bills, visit pge.com CARE. Become an A's insider today. Visit athletics.com newsletter and sign up to receive the latest team highlights, up-to-date news, features, and more, all delivered free to your inbox. That's athletics.com newsletter. Here's the 0-1 pitch now to Fraley, and Fraley broke about Bouncer, and where's the ball? Oh, it's taken by Kemp, throws to first for the out, and they throw back to second, and they get the out there! Incredible awareness by Matt Olson, and Elvis with a tag, and the A's get two outs on a broken back ground ball to second. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. We've had some of the most interesting double plays this year, especially because of the shifts. Pretty amazing. And that is just so Matt Olson. He is such a, a, a terrific throwing first baseman. We know how good the glove is. We know how if you're an A's infielder, you can take a chance. You know, there's there's infielders, let's be honest, that don't take chances because they don't trust their first baseman, and they know if they do something where they don't trust the first baseman to pick it, they're going to hold it because they don't want the air. It's kind of like I learned I learned this about the NBA. You know how many guys in the NBA wait for the horn? You know, it's coming down five, four, three, like at halftime. Five, four, three, guys dribbling down. Five, three, two, one, and then he shoots it. Like, what? Because what they don't want to mess up their shooting percentage. I learned that from my old partner, Rick Buecher, and I started noticing it. Because, I, I, you know, when we were kids playing in high school, you know, you wanted, you, you wanted to erupt the gym with the half-court shot, right? Everybody wanted to try and make a half-court shot. In the NBA, when, when, when the quarter's winding down, some of these guys wait for the, wait for the horn, and then they shoot it, and it's like, oh, man, you could have shot it. You just don't want to mess up your shooting percentage. Same thing with an infielder. If I don't trust a guy, I don't want to take an air. That's the great thing about Matt Olson. The majority of the time, he is going to pick it. So, like the Elvis play tonight, you can trust him. Simeon did it. Chapman's done it for years. Try and be Harry Houdini. Just get it somewhere near him. He's got such long arms. He's got such height. So it's really hard to overthrow him. And whether it's left, right, in the dirt, he's got you. But we never talk about his throwing. And that play in the eighth was a great example. 
he's got a really good, accurate arm, which you can't say that about a lot of first basemen. You know, some guys become first basemen because of they're a defensive liability. But he, he is such a special player. I mean, I'm on record. If I had to bet, which we're not allowed to bet, but if I had to bet, I've been saying this now all off season. I'll say it into the season. If I had to bet an A to win the MVP, I'm still putting my money on Matt Olson. I mean, the bombs are a coming. And if he hits for some type of average, I mean, sporting a 931 OPS right now, if you're driving in runs and you're winning a gold glove, it's going to give you an opportunity. I mean, he's got 37 RBIs. Who doesn't like a first baseman that's 40 jacks, 120 RBIs, and plays gold glove defense? I mean, you talk about giving a guy money, give that guy some money and make sure he's not leaving town anytime soon. After the game, here is Bob Melvin with the media. Let's start with Martin Gallegos. Hey, Bob. Um, obviously, a pretty sharp outing from Manaya out there. What did you just see from him overall? Well, he saw a really good velo early, early in the game. I mean, I saw some 96s. I haven't seen that quite some time from him. And kept it up, which allowed him to go back out there. He's going to have a couple extra days rest with the off days. So I was going to give him about 115. Um, double play was probably prudent there at the end. I didn't want to throw him too many pitches. So, But really good. I mean, breaking ball was good. Changeup was good. Uh, when he's got all three pitches working like that, he's tough, tough cat to deal with. Let's go to Manolo Hernandez, Dwayne. Well, but, uh, your offense, well, uh, could you talk about the meaning of that big at bat, 13 pitches to Elvis Sanders? What could that do to the opposing starting pitcher and eventually to beginning? Yeah, what it did was it tired Chappie out because he was running on most of those. We had to take it off a couple times just to give him a break. But it's what Elvis does. He's a pest. You know, he makes you work. He swinging the bat really well right now, hitting the ball the other way, pulling some balls, made a great play short again today. You know, we're, we're, we're starting to see him definitely do his best work this season for us. And, again, just his personality plays so well with us. Um, but, yeah, that's those, those type of bats frustrate pitchers for sure. Yes, and uh, you've got uh, very long games for most of your starters now because Irving has won and uh, Caprillion including has won, of course, uh, Bassett, the complete game as well. And, uh, what does that uh, to your pen going to the tournament of the season? Yeah, I mean, to be able to give Petit these days off. Um, we weren't going to use Deekman today. Um, Lou was was pitchable. I mean, but it, it just means so much for, for guys that were worked, uh, you know, so much early in the season, you know, especially during the 13-game streak. You're always, you know, in games and trying to win them. So it's a great break uh, for, for those guys. And certainly you want to reward your starters too. You don't see complete game shutouts very often anymore. And when you have a chance to do it and you're not, you know, you, you, your pitch counts under control, uh, everybody's pulling hard for that. Yeah, it's not the first time that Manaya throws so hard this year. Well, not 96, but he has thrown, I think, 95 a couple of times. Uh, what do you attribute to his uh, increase of velocity? Because the previous years? You know, he's just, his mechanics are really good right now. And, and, you know, not only was he throwing 96 early, he was keeping it up throughout the game. I mean, he's 94 in the eighth and, 
So, you know, you're always looking for that too, to make sure there's good life. We, I checked with, with Murph in between innings and, you know, everything worked really well throughout the, the course of the game. So it's one of those nights where you got a lot of life in your arm and you end up, uh, you know, pitching a shutout. Let's go back to Martin. Well, what do you just thought of uh, Chapman here? Um, yesterday had a couple of hit, hard hit balls that were caught and then today gets on base a few times. What do you thought just the way he's been, you know, going? Sometimes that's what you need is a couple of scratch hits that, you know, you've been frustrated with, you know, making some outs. And then when you do hit something hard, it's an out. That gets pretty frustrating, but he's still patient. He's taking his walks, but getting a couple of hits like that today, I think, you know, really good, certainly for the personality. But, um, you know, as I said, often he finds a way to, to be part of wins, even if he's not hitting. But my um, guess is he'll be coming here pretty soon. Matt Kawahara. Hi, Bob. Sorry, I missed the Sorry if you addressed this already, but it looked like maybe some guys were at least moving around in the bullpen a little bit in the eighth. Um, what did you see from Manaya to give you the kind of confidence to, to send him back out there at the night? Yeah, just good velocity. All his pitches thrown for strikes, kept the velocity up, you know, was, was with his pitch count was under control. I wasn't going to let him go much past 115, but it was just having, you know, command of all his pitches and, and keeping his velocity up. Can I say something about Bob Melvin? And I'll get to the calls at 833-625-2278. The way he is so humble after yesterday, where he everybody who texted him got the same text back, thank you, and I just ride the coattails of my players. And I've been thinking about that, and, and I want to go, really, Bob? You can't ride coattails of your players because of the bazillion players you've had to deal with. He hasn't had a core. I can't, I mean, I can't say it enough. This is not like what Dick Williams and Alvin Dark had. This is not what Tony LaRussa had. Tony LaRussa had the same guys. I mean, you're writing out the same lineup every day. Do you realize how much? turnover there has been year after year after year. so when bob says he's riding players coattails which players it's a revolving door the success of the a's since he took over has been a revolving door you're not every day going carney lansford walt weiss mark mcguire terry steinbach dave henderson ricky henderson jose canseco dave parker i mean what what you think Bob Melvin said that? I mean, there, there, there ended up being kind of a little one with like Chapman, Olson, Simeon, and everything. Simeon's gone. Bob Melvin's longest tenured player is Mark Canna, a Rule Five guy who missed an entire year with a bad hip. I remember earlier this year. When I told David Force, I'm like, David, you know, we're talking about, you know, God, Mark Canna's been so great. I'm like, David, did you ever think years ago Mark Canna could be a guy playing center field for you and that at some point when you took him as a Rule 5 player, he'd be your longest tenured player? And David went, he's our longest tenured player? Really? And started laughing. Can you imagine Tony LaRussa, his longest tenured player, is Mark Canna? Think about that. Think about all the different players 
in and out and in and out. Now we're kind of getting something where, okay, you're going to have Chapman and Olsen for a while. That's good news. And, you know, Ramon Laureano, I mean, I mean, it's starting to build one, but, man, ride the coattail of your players, but you've had so many players, I don't know which coattails that would be. It's been amazing. You're starting Jared Parker and Tommy Malone in playoff games? Are you kidding me? It's amazing what Bob Melvin has done with this team. All right, if you're listening on a radio station and they are leaving us, you go to athletics.com slash A'scast. You go to athletics.com slash A'scast for everything, especially for your downloads, as we now have over 3 million downloads, the record in Major League Baseball, and by far the number one streaming and podcast in Major League Baseball. Vinny is done. He had uh, he had a chance to sit down with Sean Manaya, the man of the hour, a complete game shutout, struck out eight, only walked two, good on him, 6 nothing victory. We'll have the big lefty with Vinny next, right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official health care partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university, we are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. Okay, three dozen by tomorrow morning. Yeah, the roses and the Faraz's tulips. flower shop is blooming. To keep up with high demand, he must strengthen his business's roots. Uh, just, just one second. Faraz's flowers. Uh, hold, please. Hi, how are you doing? Welcome to Faraz's. Indeed can help him hire the people he needs. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. This week's Pro Basketball Update brought to you by Credit Karma. Some teams ready to move on while others are going home. Next stop, the Eastern and Western Conference, semifinals. And different from last year's playoff bubble, it's so nice to hear fans back in the arenas. No doubt it's going to make for some great viewing for the next couple of months. Right now, visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open your free account and start winning Instant Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Swings and drives one. Dead center. Back is Kane to the track. At the wall. Jumps. It is gone. Matt Olson turns around Josh Hader and walks off the Brewers in game one of a three-game series. You're listening to A's Cast. And now the 0-1 pitch on the way. is swung on and drilled to left. Way back. Yastrzemski will turn and watch, and the A's have tied it up on a ninth inning grand slam by Steven 
Biscotti. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. Sean Reddy turns. Here's the one-two pitch now. And that's on the outside corner. Bring him up. Strike three. Call a perfect pitch. Manaya has dazzled tonight, and so has the A's defense. And after eight, the A's on top of the Mariners, 5-0. I remember Sean Manaya talking about pitching with conviction after the game that he pitched in Houston. And since then, we've seen it at times where he's pitched with great conviction. I wonder if he's going to bring that up with our own Vince Catronio. Here is Vinny with the left-hander after the game. A's win the series in Seattle. Shamanaya started and finished a four-hitter, two walks, eight strikeouts, and a 6 nothing victory. And, Sean, I don't know. I mean, bullpens before games sometimes tell you nothing, and sometimes they tell you a lot. We saw the ball coming out of your hand pretty aggressively, and it's maintained throughout the game. Did it feel that way? as you were getting ready to start the game tonight? Uh, to start out the game, uh, I would say not particularly. Um, it was, uh, I mean, I felt, felt good. Um, you know, I, I feel like I can't really judge, at least right now, um, like when I'm warming up in the bullpen, how, how things are coming out. It's, it's more of just trying to get a feel for my stuff and then, you know, just take it out into the game and, uh, you know, just trust that whatever I, I got the day or, you know, I got to work with, with what, whatever I'm bringing to the table that day. So uh, that's kind of how I would do it. And, you know, you know, the VLO increase is, is cool. Um, but, you know, I think I've, over the past couple of years, I've learned how to pitch with without VLO. So, um, you know, it's just it's, it's nice, I guess, to, to have that. As funky as your mechanics are, Bob Melvin said you probably are best mechanically for you than you've been in a while. Does that help you get to the stage that you talked about you maintain velocity. You, you, you certainly felt locked in and kept going to be in a position that you were to t- take the ball and start the ninth inning and finish it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's mechanics are, you know, such a huge part of what, you know, we do as baseball players and, um, you know, being able to feel comfortable and, and uh, repeat those, um, whatever it is that you may do, you know, funky or, you know, or not, uh, you know, if you can repeat those and be consistent, um, you know, I think that's where the uh, the success uh, lies, lies upon. Um, and, you know, right now I, I definitely feel a lot, lot smoother and a lot more comfortable with, with where I'm at and uh, just, you know, like strong and strong and fluid. Um, I guess I would describe it as far as how I feel like right now. How good was your defense? Unbelievable. Every night, just same thing. They make plays, make the routine plays. It's it's easier to pitch, a lot easier to pitch when, when your defense is, is that good. I can't compare the ninth inning of a no-hitter, which is what you had against the Red Sox, but when you take the baseball tonight and knowing you got a chance to finish what you started and it is a potential for a shutout, what was that ninth inning sensation like to you and, and what was it like for your team to pick you up? Tony certainly was upset that he committed the error. And then mm-hmm. right behind that, next thing you know, the inning's over and you're shaking hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, going out to the ninth, it's, uh, you know, it doesn't, doesn't happen that often. So, you know, whenever you're able to do that, that's, um, you know, the feeling is, is hard to replicate. So, um, you know, you get those, those jitters and, you know, I just told myself to you know, really just empty the tank, um, you know, give this everything that, that I got this last inning and, and uh, you know, 
good things will good things will happen. And um, even if I didn't finish it, you know, it's still the mindset. Um, you know, I just gotta just go out there and, and uh, do it. So, just one last question, and I don't know if you could say it in a word or two. What's what's the main difference in Shamanaya in twenty twenty one? Um, I just believe in myself and who I am as a pitcher. Um, I know I'm good and, you know, it's taken me a long time to, uh, to realize that, but I think I'm you know, finally there. Well, congratulations, Neptune. You're the God of the sea for the night. You got your little, your little mini to go. <laughs> Tried it. Take it on the road. Thank you, Sean. Down and back you. to you. He's got a mini Trident. Hey, let me tell you something. Mickey Morabito comes up to the booth and sits with me usually for a couple innings every game. I'm like, so, Mickey, going to allow them to bring the old big trident on the plane? He just looked at me and shook his head. <laughs> uh, I got a point to make I want to make again that I made with Korak about, you know, not only is this a big start for Sean, but it's a big start for the bullpen because now you get two days off heading to Coors Field. And when you play at Coors Field – the wildest games ever. Oh, it is tough playing at this joint. Andrea, my astrologer. So I guess the I guess this start was in the stars for Sean. Yeah, you know what a day of milestones, uh, Tony. First and foremost, uh, congratulations on three million downloads of A's Cast. Job well done. Thank you. Yes, and um, yeah, four-hit shutout, complete game. I love complete games. I'm old school. And um, uh, Sean uh, was born February 1st, 1992, and I love it. He's such an eccentric Aquarius. I really like his energy. It's very bohemian and unconventional. And I think in the post-game show, um, he was holding a picture of a trident, not the actual trident, and he was, like, making uh, jokes about it. And he's having his Saturn return. He's 29. And the Saturn return occurs between the ages of 28 and 30. And that's a huge career opportunity for success and focus. So he's, like, right on board uh, with that. So that was really nice to see. And, you know, the complete game. Someone said, oh, they're not wearing masks anymore. He can, you know, show in his face that he wants to finish the game. I thought that was pretty clever. And, um, yeah, Piscotti, uh, hardworking Capricorn, getting the Lou Gehrig Memorial Award. That was a very special occasion. So just a lot of milestones and uh, 800 wins uh, for Bob Melvin now, 800 with the A's. Yeah, that's a lot of wins. Uh, I'll I'll tell you, looking at this game tonight, Mm Mm-hmm. Just from a standpoint as a fan, and I know they there the data is out there that third third time through the lineup, pitchers start getting racked. But isn't it just as a fan mm-hmm. a much better game when you have a pitcher, whether he goes eight, he goes nine, versus pitcher coming out in the fifth, and now it's just a parade of relievers. Right. I mean, this All is the- such a better. It, it's so much better to the eye watching this style of baseball versus we're going to see seven pitchers on one side, eight pitchers on the other side. Ugh. Right, a lefty specialist, a righty specialist. You know, it's just endless. And I loved, you know, Hudson Mulder Zito. I mean, when they pitched, it was like 
you know, you weren't assured of a complete game, but, you know, more often than not, you got a quality start and then some. And that was really, you know, very gratifying to see that they would be able to pitch and they would be led to pitch. And uh, I'm old school. I grew up with Seaver, Matlack, Kuzman uh, in the Mets. And you didn't, I mean, Tug McGraw was awesome as a reliever, but that was only if you really needed him. You just were expected, Townie, to pitch a complete game. Oh, yeah, you think Tom Seaver was coming out in the third? Right, exactly. I mean, come on. That's Tom right? Terrific. <laughs> you got it, yeah. Yeah, oh, oh by the way, uh-huh. uh, and here's another thing for you. I think that we all appreciate two two hours and 37 minutes. Oh, nice. That's quite uh, economical for a baseball game. I think yesterday's was about three and a half hours. <laughs> Yeah, yesterday's I think was 331. I I didn't write it down. I wrote tonight's down. Yeah, I mean, it's just a better game. It's a more entertaining game when when you play this style. And and Flexen, I mean, yeah, six six innings gave up five runs, but it happened quickly and it happened all in one inning. I mean, that's the, you know, and and now that we're school, like for my kids, school's about to be over and – Kids can, you know, start getting more out to the ballpark because they don't have school the next day. This starts to be a really good time of the year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good point. Yeah, the game, the pace of it, it was, it just went really well. It's like everything kind of flowed and, uh, you know, it was really a very special event, special night and special game. Great stuff. Appreciate the phone call. Yes. Take good care, Tony. Yeah, enjoy the off day. Everybody take the day off tomorrow. Enjoy the off day. I don't care how bad Colorado is. That doesn't mean anything. You you don't look at the standings. It 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 does not matter. Even though they're eleven games back, twenty two and thirty four does not matter. When you're playing at their yard. I mean, games can just, they can just be horrific. They're football scores. You can put the ball in the humidor. You can do it. I mean, it, 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 it's crazy when you go there. I've been there one time, and you step on the field, and you can't believe how big the field is. It's the biggest field in baseball, and I can't wait for Glenn and Ray and Delaire to show us that diagram where they put it inside the stadium and it shows the outfield wall, the Coliseum, compared to whatever that stadium is. Oh, yeah. As much as we think the the, the fences are deep in Oakland, no, 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 no. The dimensions of Corfe, I mean, it's a monster. They had to do it. You're a mile high up. It's a huge field, but plays small. But here's the major problem, is that there's so much ground to cover. There's so much field that they've talked about that you need three center fielders. Somebody who is really legit, like off the top of my head, there's a couple guys I think about. I think about George Brett. I think about Tony Gwynn. I think about Wade Boggs. I think about Ichiro Suzuki. 
those guys in their prime playing 81 games there. Now, there is the factor of it's hard to stay healthy in elevation. Elevation beats up your body. So anybody who plays for the Rockies, anybody who plays for the Broncos, uh, the Nuggets, uh, the Avalanche, they'll tell you it is tough to play in elevation. But if you're in your prime and you could stay healthy, and I'm talking like, you know, we're talking about the guys who have flirted with 400. If they got to do that 81 times at Coors Field, I, I, I think one of those guys could have really, I mean, really gotten it over 400 and stayed. Because you're hitting line drives all over the yard, and there's so much space to cover. And those guys who, like, you know, George Brett would hit home runs. But, like, I mean, Tony Gwynn could turn. I mean, Tony Gwynn and Wade Boggs, if they wanted to turn on it, if they're playing a place like Coors Field and they get one inside, they could turn out. They would have hit more home runs. That's why I love the fact that you get a CG here, rest the bullpen, and the bullpen's now ready to go. All hands on deck for the next three days. I'm going to look up the dimensions real quick. All right, I will have the dimensions for you. I'll look it up during the break. We'll continue with your phone calls at 833-625-2278. Who else do we have, Robert? Oh, Mitch Moreland, who had a bomb tonight. We'll hear from him also right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news. Our indoor dining is back along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly. Cookies and milk. Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official health care partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. Francis Ford Coppola Winery is home to wine, food, and adventure. Located just 90 minutes north of Oakland, we invite you to sip through award-winning wines like Diamond Collection Claret and enjoy the magic of Sonoma County in a family-friendly atmosphere known for its superior level of quality and integrity. Book a tasting and learn more at FrancisFordCoppolaWinery.com. Please drink responsibly. 2021 Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Geyserville, Sonoma County, California. Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. 
If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is a national brand with family-owned prices and service. You can shop at one of their Bay Area locations, and all stores are sanitized and safe. Or you can navigate their easy-to-use website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland, and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. A's fans, New Era Cap is proud to be the official cap of your Oakland Athletics. Next time you visit the Coliseum, be sure to drop by the New Era Cap stand to pick up your A's New Era Authentic Collection Cap. Remember, you can always visit us at neweracap.com to shop our latest selection, including our limited edition and exclusive drops. New Era Cap, the official on-field cap of Major League Baseball. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. You are intelligent. You make all the right decisions. You were smart before smart was cool, and you made it cool again. You have a wealth of knowledge, and you are so very clever. (laughs) I bet you already knew I was going to say that, you genius. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better when you hear you could save big when you switch to progressive. But I'm pretty sure you already knew that, too. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Sheila, we need to set up Johnson's quarterly review. Janowski Investments keeps portfolios profitable, but a double client base calls for double the advisors. Hello. Hi, Janet. I'm so sorry. Pulling up your portfolio right now. Give me a sec. Indeed can help them hire the people they need. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate, collaborate, connect. This week's Pro Basketball Update brought to you by Credit Karma. Some teams ready to move on while others are going home. Next stop, the Eastern and Western Conference, semifinals, and different from last year's playoff bubble, it's so nice to hear fans back in the arenas. No doubt it's going to make for some great viewing for the next couple of months. Right now, visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open your free account and start winning Instant Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Rudder at first base, Olsen, the pitch. That's a cut and that's slam to center. And deep, and Tramiel takes a look. He admires it. It's off the hitter's background. Three quarters of the way up. A bomb from Mitch Moreland. His fifth Oakland home run with Olsen aboard and his 5-0 athletics. Absolutely crushes a pitch from Flexen. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. The only reason why I know how big that bomb is. I've hung out in center field there at once Safeco Field, now T-Mobile. They got great. Hey, if, if, if you want to do, I would tell you two trips that are easy, that the hotels aren't cheap, but the flights will be cheap. Two trips that you won't be disappointed. Now, 
it's going to be a lot easier to do one than the other. But going up to Seattle, Seattle's a great city. Great restaurants, nightlife, uh, great walk in town during the day. Space Needle is amazing. They've got those they got those seaplanes that you can like fly around and see everything and then you land in the water with the propellers. Not the propellers. Uh what are those what what are those what, what Robert, what are those planes called that, that land in the water? Yeah, it's a seaplane. But yeah, you you I mean when you're up at the sky needle, I mean they just come rolling right by and you watch them, they go right down in into the uh I don't know which, which body of water what they call that, but uh, they they all have a, a name. But it's really cool. And the food at say I put the food at Safeco. I've pretty much been everywhere. I put the food at Safeco as number one. Out in left center, they have a lobster roll that's to die for. And they are the originators of the grasshoppers. But yeah, you walk around, that's a that's a cool joint. The other one would go to San Diego. Because you're gonna the gas lamp down there. Um they've got so many uh, different beer selections because of all the breweries down in San Diego. And there's good food at Petco. And then after, there's so many there's so many restaurants around Petco, it's crazy. I mean, they've got five steakhouses within, like, less than 10-minute walking distance. And they got everything you want. You want seafood, you want steak, whatever. You, you want Mexican food. It's all around the bar. Those two, and it's an easy southwest uh, southwest flight. Those two are a great trip. Seattle easier because we play Seattle more. Highly recommend if you've never been to Seattle, it's easy. Really, really easy. Let's go to Ryan in Redding. Ryan, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. What's up, Chris? Uh, It's been a great day. Good. Hey, so uh, you were talking about uh, pontoon planes and um, pontoon and the planes. Puget. There you go. And, That's what and it is. The Puget, and the Puget Sound. Correct. So when they land, is that the Puget Sound where they land by the Space Needle? Well, I don't know which planes you're looking at where they land. More than likely, yes. Because when you're up there, they come like eye level and they slowly go down and they go into the water. And I'm like, you know what? That's the kind of plane that. I would not be, you know, sometimes little planes scare me, but knowing that I'm going to land in the water, I wouldn't be that scared of a plane like that. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. I don't know. I've never uh, been on one of them, but they sound fun. And uh, anyway, so uh, A's, uh, yay. (laughs) uh, They they need to, you know, come out of that little mini slump and and, uh, things are trending in the right direction, so. Yeah, this was a good yeah. series. This is a series where they're scoring runs and they're doing it without hitting a home run. Home runs are nice, and having some home runs are great. You know, watching Moreland go deep, watching yesterday Olsen go oppo, but I, I want to see them generate runs by not hitting home runs and get used to playing that style of baseball because that's what's going to win in the postseason. Hey, I uh, really appreciate your show. I, I do like listening to you after I get off work or on days off. So, um, hey, great. Thank you. Hey, thank you very much.
a pontoon plane. I just couldn't remember the name. Yeah, the Space Needle is really cool because you're you're so high up, you see all of Seattle, and then they have like clear floors so you can see all the way down. If you're not afraid of heights, uh, it, it's it, it's really cool. I, I'm a big Seattle fan, and over Bellevue's really nice too. That's where when I was with the Raiders because we played, we would always play up there for preseason. It would always be the last preseason game. And we'd stay in Bellevue, and Bellevue's really nice. That's where all the, uh, you, you know, Kirkland, Costco. Uh, what else is up there? Uh, Microsoft. That's where they all live in Bellevue. And it's amazing when you're traveling from Bellevue into Seattle and you see all the, all the homes on the water and everybody has these huge docks and huge boats. There's a lot of money up there. And then when you're driving in and you see the University of Washington and their stadium, their football stadium right on the water, how cool would it be to tailgate in a boat and then drive the boat up to the dock to the football stadium, go in, watch your alma mater play, and then come back out and get in your boat and go home? That is fat living. Only problem is, it's always going to be misty, and it's always going to be raining. That's why game one that we played was so beautiful, like clear skies in Seattle. That's an amazing day. Let's pause for station identification right here on A's Cast. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. All righty, Mitch Moreland with a big home run. As I said with Ken Korak, that's where the big kids hit it. Here is the left-handed hitter. Here with Matt Kawahara. What was it like to, to watch Manaya out on the mound today? Can you say that again? Kind of cut out. Yeah, sorry. Just, what was your kind of view of, of watching Manaya out on the mound today and just kind of the way he was able to work? Yeah, I mean um... – you know, he was in complete control the whole time. Kind of, I mean, he moved everything around. It was, uh, he, I mean, it was great. You know, he threw the ball great. Uh, it seems like these guys just kind of feed off of each other, and, and uh, they're constantly, you know, challenging each other and trying to, trying to match or one up them. And uh, you know, obviously with Bassey's game the other night, uh, Manai tonight, uh, it's, it's fun to watch. You know, it's fun to be in that dugout and watch those guys. Go to Martin Gallegos. Hey, Mitch. Um, in that big third inning, it seemed like you guys were uh, able to get to Flexen's cutter a lot. Um, what's kind of just the approach there? And then on your homer as well, was kind of just, you know, the approach against them. Yeah, I mean, uh, this team's, it seems like they're good at building those innings and, and having that big inning. Uh, I think that's that kind of wins us a lot of games. But, uh, you know, that particular bat, I, you know, he went change up away first pitch and I was trying to see something over the middle of the plate, um, something I could get a barrel to, and you know, cutter. He kind of kind of split the plate and able to put a good swing on it. And um, and that inning, how big was it? Just um, Andrews that long thirteen pitch battle. It seemed like uh, after that, kind of the floodgates opened there. How big was that just to make him work like that? Yeah, I mean that's that's always big. Uh, when you can when you can battle against a starter, make him throw a lot of pitches. Kind of, you know, it makes everything else. Um, you know, it, it kind of hangs – he hangs pitches a little bit later, it seems like. Um, 
Uh, most guys do. Uh, when you can battle, it kind of sets up the rest of the guys to have have pit, uh, hittable pitches throughout the inning, and uh, that that was definitely probably the case in that in that inning for us. Uh, Elvis grinded at it bad, and then on top of it, hit the double. So um, definitely kind of set the table, set the tone for us to have that big inning. Manolo Hernandez, one. Mitch, could you talk about this? Uh, the importance of winning the series, especially after the Astros won in the games previously played before you guys. Yeah, I mean, uh, I feel like it's a little too early to, to be scoreboard watching. I didn't even know they had, what they had done, but uh, you know, it's always important, uh, especially in your division, to 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 win those games. Um, you know, these guys have have played us pretty tough. I feel like this year, so you know, to come out and um, and get some, you know, put up that crooked number early and and uh, Mana to set the tone and just kind of control the game the, the whole way through was uh, was a big win for us. Uh, make us, you know, we're set up for a happy flight now. Let's go to Matt Kawahara. Uh, you've, uh, you've faced Minata a couple times in the past uh, from the other side and, and probably I would guess have kind of looked at him at least uh, in preparation just when he's on what is it that makes him so kind of effective um I mean it's he had a great fastball tonight uh, and when he's when his fastball's on it plays up you know it just, it explodes out of his hand um, he's got 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 a good angle uh, and then the change up plays off of it really well and it seemed like his uh, his breaking stuff was on tonight for him as well you know he threw a lot of but like back foot kind of slider curveball pitches that that uh uh, late in the count that I, I feel like guys swung over or didn't didn't hit hard, you know, kind of weak contact. He uh, he just moved it around, man. And uh, when he's able to do that, and and obviously, like I said, he's got a great fastball. That's that's going to be a, a good night for him and a tough night for the hitters. All right. Normally, we would not run the same guy twice because Vince Catronio has already talked to Sean Mania. And the thing about the way we work is we don't get to see the TV postgame show. We got to come on basically right away. We're hearing that Sean was funny with the media after the game. So we're going to rely on our sources. Here is Sean Mania. He doesn't have the trident. I don't know what he has. We're all going to find out together right here on A's Cast. Let's get started with Matt Kawahara. Hi, sir. Um, you, what, what did you feel like was uh, was working, I guess, particularly well for you? Uh, throwing my fastball. Um, you know, really, really just throwing it. Forgot something. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Ball, um, really establishing that, um, and you know, just trusting the defense. Um, everything you know is based off my fastball, and um, you know, I got some weak contact on it, and then you know, just made everything uh, that much better. And then uh, just being able to throw, um, you know, strikes with my with my off, off speed stuff, um, and just kind of mixing and matching that. Does the trident not travel with you guys? Uh, no, so that's why we got the uh, paper version. I don't think it's the same one, but it's close enough. Let's go to Jerry McDonald. 
Yeah, Sean, both you and uh, and Chris Flexen both had like 10 pitch innings in the first and second. And then in the third, you know, Chapman walks in and Andrews has a 13 pitch at bat where he fouls off eight pitches and then you wind up scoring five. I'm sure you've been on the other side of that a couple of times where guys kind of got a lot of pitches like that. What does that do to to an offense and to the opposing pitcher? Uh, yeah, when you can battle a guy like that, uh, mm -hmm. you know, 13 pitches, that's a crazy amount. Um, I think Elvis was saying that was his uh, like career high in um, you know pitches in an AB. Um, and, I mean, he was 3-2 for a long time. So uh, just being able to – you know, fight, keep fighting off, keep fighting off. And then, uh, you know, get, I think I hit a double, um, like that's insane. Um, you know, that really, you know, swings the, uh, the momentum, you know, kind of towards our way. Um, and it's, you know, it's just one of those things like, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a battle and, uh, you know, I was ended up winning, but, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's huge for sure. Go to Martin Gallegos. Hey, Sean, you seem pretty, um, I guess, comfortable, you could say, out there. I saw you singing along to some songs. Um, how, how would you describe the way you were feeling just on the mound? It seemed like um, you were just kind of cruising along there. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of, uh, yeah, I guess being more comfortable with myself and who I am. Um, you know, I'm a little, little, little goofy, a little, little weird, so it's kind of like, I don't know, like I, I always tend to, when I'm not pitching, just be, you know, if there, there's a song that I like or vibe with and, you know, I'm you know, bouncing my head or, you know, doing whatever. Um, and I just kind of you know, took that out into the mound tonight. So, yeah, just, just I don't know. And um, did you notice the, the extra velo on the fastball early on and how much did that kind of <clears throat> give you confidence or, or what did it do for you, I guess, just to see that? Uh, yeah, everybody kept telling me, um, how, how fast some of the pitches were. So, um, it's kind of hard not to, um, and yeah, I mean, it, being able to throw a little bit harder is nice. Um, you know, it's kind of, yeah, it's just being able to throw harder is, is way nicer. I guess I don't really know how to answer that. <laughs> Hey, uh, Sean, going back to the velocity, uh, Bob was very impressed by the fact that, uh, you know, about the eighth inning, you were throwing 94, and uh, that it seems it was picking up in the, in the game, your velocity. In other games, I remember you also threw some 95s, and uh, the years before, the velocity was a little down compared to now. Yeah. Hey, how is this possible that... Uh, this year, you're increasing your velocity so much, especially going deep into the game. What do you think? What are you doing? Or you think it's the extra weight, maybe? Um, I think I'm doing some things a little bit differently um, as far as like workouts go. I think it's more of a, um, I think I'm kind of switched from a, uh, a strength, uh, like workouts in between. Like, I feel like when I was younger, it would be more. Like I need to get stronger over the course of the season. So I'd be like pushing myself in the weight room, um, you know, trying to go heavy, trying to you know do all these different things to hopefully increase speed. Um, and I think I've learned to, to learn how to balance that. Like I still do that in moderation, but now I kind of 
tell myself that I'd rather feel um, fresh uh, in between starts. So I'm doing I'm doing things to make myself feel more fresh in between starts. Um, and you know, it's just kind of a um, a mix of you know cardio and uh, lifting and all and all those things. So it's more of a more of a balance than trying to just really you know squat my way to throwing harder, basically. <laughs> Yes, and uh, you know it's always a, a a great pride for a starting pitcher to throw a complete game. This is your first since the you know here, and a whole bunch of things happened between them. Like for example, the injury. How proud of you is to be able to see? Hey, Shannon is back. He's throwing complete games again. Uh, yeah, I mean that's a that's a long road. It's cool to look back on. Um, so much stuff has happened between. You know, 2018 till now, um, you know, a lot of tough uh, forks in the road, a lot of, uh, you know, just little things that, that have happened, popped up, speed bumps, you know, if you, you want to call it those things. Um, and, you know, I think overall, like, I, when I look back, it's, you know, I love everything that I've gone through. Um, you know, it's made me into who I am right now. Um, today and and um, you know those those tough lessons are are there for a reason. You know, you gotta to me, you know, you gotta learn those learn those things. Um, and you know, I, wouldn't, I don't think I'd have it any other way. Let's take a final question from Chris Talbot. Sorry, uh, in this era, the complete game is so rare. Uh, I mean, surely you must take some pride in getting to a complete game. Would you have argued had Bob tried to take you out? Uh, I wonder just what's the feeling around the complete game? Uh, yeah, I, that's, I mean, to me, that's a huge accomplishment. Um, yeah, I, I really, I mean, I wanted to stay in the game. Um, I didn't, when it came out for the eighth, I didn't even know how many pitches I had. It was, you know, I was just feeling good. So, um, you know, if I got into some trouble, I know, you know, I'm hoping to have my back. So, I was just emptying the tank and and um, you know just trying to trying to finish it off. So uh, yeah, I mean to me that's it's yeah it's amazing accomplishment for sure. No doubt about it. Everybody take the day off tomorrow. Now it's time to see what's on deck. Presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. Robert Costa, my email is not allowing me to get in, so I can't look at the game notes. What time are we on Friday? So A's cast live from 3 to 4.30. What time is A's total access? 4.40. First pitch is 5.40. All righty, we will be back on Friday. Everybody enjoy the day off. This has just been 39 games in 41 days. Pretty crazy. But what a way to end this stretch. A 6 nothing victory over Seattle. You take two of three, and Sean Maniah was brilliant. It was a fun day. Thank you, everybody, for what you do for us and our A's family. We truly appreciate it. We'll see everybody at Friday on A's Cast at 3 o'clock. Be well and be safe. 
Hey A's fans, summer is finally here, and that means home improvement projects. Still thinking about replacing your old windows? Consider beautiful, energy-efficient windows from Milgard. Let our team of experts help you turn your house into your dream home. Explore the door and window showrooms at Ashby Lumber in Berkeley and Concord today. Use code word A's fan and receive a special discount on your beautiful, energy-efficient windows and patio doors by Milgard at Ashby Lumber. Learn more at ashbylumber.com or visit our stores in Berkeley and Concord. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Ooh, a fondue set. Now I need to find a coupon code. Not anymore, Susan. Capital One Shopping instantly searches for available coupon codes and automatically applies them at checkout. Wait, instantly? It's called shopping smart, not hard. Download Capital One Shopping to your computer for free and let it do the work for you. Don't mind if I fondue. (laughs) Ah, that's kind of cheesy. Capital One Shopping is kind of genius. What's in your wallet? Savings and available coupons vary. Hawks and Boot Barn is a rugged work brand created to fit the needs of American workers. With intense field research, Hawks Work Gear is built with utility and function in mind, focusing on industry-specific comfort and safety. Hawks Work Boots include puncture-resisting midsoles for added protection and are engineered with an anatomical fit for stability. And Hawks just launched a new line of American-made work boots. Hawks, exclusively at Boot Barn. Look, staying healthy isn't easy. Watching your diet, hitting the gym, avoiding stress. But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed is the only bed that effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. During our Memorial Day sale, save $1,000 on the new Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed, Queen Now $17.99, only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. G'day, mate. As an Australian, I'm a croc expert. Crikey, get him away from me. I mean crocs like the footwear. And as a croc expert, I have to say, I like foamies from Skechers bloody better. Because foamies have that stylish, trendy look, plus Skechers' world-famous comfort. All for a price that's down under the competition. Skechers is a comfort technology company, and foamies have comfort innovations your whole family will love. Foamies are ultra-lightweight, water-friendly footwear that are flexible and breathable. Perfect for kicking it by the pool, grilling on the barbie. Or comfy enough to go on a walkabout. Plus, only foamies come with fits and features like ArchFit with podiatrist-certified support. And max cushioning that feels like you're walking on big, puffy marshmallows. And foamies are perfect to keep you cool this summer or warm in the winter. Which is great because it's actually winter in Australia right now. Good on you, Skechers. So get yourself some machine-washable foamies by Skechers and don't get bit by Crocs. He's a mean fella. Find foamies at Sketches.com, a Sketches store, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Brantley going back at the track, right to the wall. He'll turn and watch it fly. And the A's take a 1-0 lead. On the run back is Cannon to the wall. Jumps at the wall. He's got it. A Joe Rudy-type catch against the wall. Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's cast on your device for access to exclusive A's content, including pre- and post-game for every game. Floriano going back at the track right to the wall. He's there, and he makes a phenomenal catch. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's baseball. 